Hi, it's Bobcast. We're back. Back. It's um been a hot minute, guys. Yeah, yes. we just kind of went on a little mini hiatus break kind of thing. Finals happened, life happened, and it was just a lot. December's hard, guys. It's all over oh the God, place. All over the place. But the great thing is that we've gotten not sh- not a bunch of music because music industry shuts down in December. No one really releases stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really November that we got a bunch of great um, music. But because of that, a lot of times when we do Bobcast, we don't really let it sit with us. So what I'm happy about today is that we let a lot of the music that we're going to talk about sit with us. We're also going to mention a lot of things that we've just been listening to in general and yeah. doing commentary on that. Also, hopefully soon we'll have a Grammy nominations episode coming up because we would yes, love to discuss that because they we, came out yeah we probably won't discuss every single topic or like category because there's just way too many but as many as are, we're interested in yeah or that we think people will are, will like yeah so if you're interested in that that's probably coming soon and if you don't care about the grammys you can purely just skip that episode so i guess we can just do you want to talk about what we've been listening today or just want to go down the list coming um let's just go down the list all right so um i guess i'll go first i am a fan of live albums i think i've mentioned this huge fan i am the live album stan i live in my own little bubble it's perfectly fine i accept she'll 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 literally be in the car and play the live version of of any song she can yeah she loves to hear the crowd i just love to hear the crowd and it literally makes me brings me to tear i probably don't even care that much about the person but the crowd alone just like makes me cry yeah, there's something not wired right in my brain, but it's okay. And because of that, I've been listening to Queen's like live records. Um, mm. The 1970 have the 1975 also have a live album, and like it's insane because it's it's just so loud. And then I said, you know, One Direction never gave me one, so in my hiatus, I made one. She did 57 tracks. She made a she yeah. did this guy's. I went. I went down the, the i went off the deep end that's yeah, what happened. she went off the deep end and i stayed up until like 2 a.m <laughs> i stayed up until like 2 a.m and curated the one direction live album and if anyone wants a link and it's my friend to it, a lot? it hurts um <laughs> it hurts like i did it and then i was listening to it. i was like why am i doing this to myself i already cried listening to one direction i told like, you it was gonna period. I know Kami said don't do this to yourself you know it's just gonna cause more pain <laughs> and then i hear the crowd i'm like this is depressing because it just brings back a lot of memory of the tour. So it's like when I'm in the mood, I listen to it. So I yeah. don't have it on my Spotify, so it's not immediately there. I have it on my like, um, just like my music app. But if okay. anyone wants it and it's my friend, I got the link. So let me know. Um, another thing that I've been listening to is... Or if you're not her friend, you can still ask for Oh it. yeah, just freaking ask Comment on our social media. Instagram. I will literally link you to it. Everyone <laughs> have One Direction Live album. I worked really hard on it. Yeah, so anyone wants it, she'll send it. Um, the 1975 have a new record out. It's called A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. It is their third album. Oh, that's, I didn't even know the name of it until right now. Yeah, because they can't have normal names. A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. The first album is called, it's like self-titled. And then the second one's called, uh, I Like It When You Sleep, For You Are So Beautiful and So Unaware of It. Oh my God, that's a long title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry guys, I'm not familiar with the 1975 my friends try to get me into it and and it's just not gonna be less it's just not my that's thing. fine so that's why i'm like oh my god no way i wasn't as easily swayed i got into them a lot later because i was like no and i'm like you fucking suck bro oh she was good god. um they just came into the world in a weird time for me uh but yeah it's really good it's kind of i prefer the second album but there's a lot of like there's one track off this that's called love it if we made it that track alone Pitchfork literally put it as the number one song of 2018. That This album came out, what, two weeks ago? Wow. And it's Pitchfork. And Pitchfork fucking hates everything. Yeah. They literally hate everything. Everything that the people love, they're like, this fucking sucks. I'm like, whoever is the editor of this can calm down. Yeah. But it's just that good. And it's because of that that I'm going to 1975 Red Rocks. I was like, I need to hear this live at Red Rocks or I'm going to lose it. Because also their crowds are great. And yeah. I haven't been to 1975. Their crowds are great, I've seen. I went to like five or six shows for the last... um album cycle so i was like eh, i'm just so wild out of it yeah. and i can get my red rock shirt now at the gift shop because i didn't get it last time because i'm That's an right. idiot and the only ones you sell online are the ugly ones <sighs> they're mean they know that yeah um so I, exclusive so exclusive another thing i've been listening to that both gummy and i like that came out recently is mark ronson's collaboration with the wonderful miley cyrus 
Nothing breaks like a heart. Nothing breaks like a heart. First of all, we have her country twang. I love it. We when, have, that kicks, when that beat kicks. Yes, we have that EDM beat. But then it has like country flair in the background with like. But it's very Jolene vibes. Very Everyone's Jolene talking about vibe. Jolene and, and like, comparing it and to it Nothing has, like, Breaks Like a Heart. The instruments are beautiful in it. Gorgeous. Stunning. It's Mark Bronson, so. It's, he does no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, and he's great, so. I mean, we got Joanne the album, so. Exactly. Some people are not happy about that, but like. He but just, I think I've got, I've heard mostly positive feedback on Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. Yeah, like, I, I think, don't it's think it's really I've heard, good. Yeah. Did you see the music video? Yeah. So good. Yeah. I, I, I was, I honestly was really impressed. And like, if this is the, the route that she's taking. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm here he, for Miley. He's known to take his direction. Like artists his, like into different directions. And, yeah. And then yeah. he also, the way apparently he records is very different. Cause you know, from my understanding, when you go into a studio, you record, you might record the same snippet over and over and yes. again. And then they layer, they grab basically the best pieces of the song. Yes. And they piece them all together, and then you have the track. Right. Mark Ronson likes to run through the entire track oh, until he really? gets the one he likes. Oh, God. Or and then he can layer the same track over and over for, like, those layered moments. Mm-hmm. But he wants it to be run through. Because I know Dua told me that she ran through. Like, she told me. Como si fuera mi amiga. She said, I was watching her at an interview. Well, it could be that she had told you. Basically. Because she does talk to you. <laughs> so, and, um, I didn't question it. She, she mentioned how, like, he made her, like, run through it over and over and over again and so he got like exactly what he was looking for and that's a very um old-fashioned way of making yes music. yes it's not the course. way that it's not the way it's made now no it's much but easier because, to just yeah piece things together, piece things together. Boom, boom boom song's done and i think it's because he draws back on like the new takes on music that he he's able to change things like and the, also like the like he didn't just keep this purely synthesized track this track no. is it has like obviously some like synthesized like beats but it's also but it has beautiful violins in the background and but with like weird country twang that's like not in your face but it's there and it's very authentic and it feels very organic it doesn't feel like miley's trying to be no anything but herself in this i i i noticed that the first time i listened to it how much it just sounds like her just singing like a live cover basically yes, her live version yes, I mean, yes, of the song. exactly like it doesn't feel auto-tuned so heavily or like you know any filters it just sounds like miley singing into a microphone and in my opinion it's Which one of great, those songs because i love miley's voice i phenomenal and it's great to just hear her any little thing that happens with her voice because it's a really True. nice voice she has a perfect voice yeah and what, what's great about it is that i think it's one of those songs that a lot of people can like it's yes. not directed toward a no, certain group of people. I thought about that too. It's a very like anybody can I think like there's it. a lot of elements of it that a lot of different people can like. Yes. And that's something I've always loved about her voice is she never lost that country twang. Never. Because some people lose it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like your voice changes. The people that you surround yourself with, dialects, it, it all happens. Yes. But I love that she never lost it. And I love, because hers is like a smooth one. So smooth. It's so smooth. Yeah, she has a really it's like nice butter. voice. Um, so, now yeah. that I just talked about how Mighty Cyrus is perfect and yeah. Mark Ronson for what a two minute tangent uh, one song that I kept going back to is 1901 by Phoenix it's an old song but like it's a banger and I don't know why I thought you know let me come back to this have you ever heard it? no you want to play a bit of it? sure say like 30 seconds of it alright for anyone that doesn't know this song it, this is 1901 by Phoenix <laughs> It's just like a really feel good. It's Phoenix. They're great live. Yeah. They have like a, the newest record was also really good, but I didn't go see it because, you know, poor. Yeah. Um. What else? So I need to talk about Delta, Mumford and Sons album, because I had been talking about this in other podcast, in other episodes and, and Bobcast, the new oh. Mumford and Sons record. So as we go through it, Mumford had like three albums and I was like, oh my God, banjos, banjos galore. And then they released their previous album and they were like we don't know what a banjo is yeah. we're cutting them out sorry manuela you suck we're going full like electric guitar and i was like this is rude and disrespectful towards me and i feel very <laughs> t- it was just too much of a change for yeah, me yeah i know and like i get it they needed to change their sound they needed to evolve but like it was just um it was too much so i boycotted it because it got that angry over it i, I guess was like you did but you know what i've moved on i've changed i've become a better person i can realize it's it's a really great album <laughs> 
So they said, Manolo, you know what? You know what? We'll bring the banjos back. Right. And they said, Delta is going to be that record for you. The title track from the album, Delta itself, is probably like my favorite off the album. It is so beautiful. The actual sound of it has... You know what they put a lot on this? They put a lot of orchestra in it, too. I love that. And so it sounds... Like, Delta alone sounds beautiful. Mm -hmm. And if I say I love you, remember that one? It's That one has a lot of orchestra. It's basically all orchestra. And it's stunning. And another they have like a few tracks off the album where i'm like oh my god this is just so beautiful and he talks about love in such a just a just wholesome mm-hmm. way and and i just love his voice because it's so funny because he's british but he has that folky yeah because he's half british half american so oh, I, he i think that mixture that. of things like brings okay. that into his music and mm-hmm. like if you've ever seen them like they're like a full live band they're like bunch of people on stage he does the drums all the time like he, they're super talented awesome. and they just did a portion of the Europe tour. Oh. They don't. They don't. When they tour, they don't do like a million dates, which they is like- um, depressing. Uh, but they're actually in the states right now. They just did Boston. Mm, they're and, not coming here, are they? No, God hates me. Um, Miami, and yeah. Maggie Rogers is literally opening for them. Really? So it's like yes. So it's like the best of both worlds. Oh, wow. It's like an entire like it's a great show in general, and it's full of energy and mm-hmm. it's it's very positive and like it's. I don't know. I just really, really have enjoyed this album. It's really, like, I've sat with it for a while. Because I think with, like, their albums, it's, like, first listen, it can kind of all sound the same. Because it's all that same kind of vibe. Right, folky. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, once you sit with it and, like, you listen to it a lot lyrically, it's, I think it's one of my favorite of theirs. I'm, like, really impressed with yeah. the different kind of sounds that they mesh together. Because they even said that this was, like, one of their most progressive albums in the sense of, like, they still kept close to their their roots but they still they managed to bring other things out without it being too in your face that, yeah yeah and like i really enjoyed that so that's my opinion on delta by mumford and sons and if you don't want to listen to the full album that's fine but go listen to the title track from the record because mm-hmm. i just i think it's so pretty um and i guess the next thing we should mention is little mix take off all your makeup because i was under it. <laughs> That's just a little preview. We love an ASMR episode. Um, this has sat with me for a while, and I I think my opinion has changed like three or four times. Really? Yeah. I there's something with this because like I stand a little mix so much. It is not my favorite album of theirs. No, I know it's not. Um, because it's it's very American sounding, and there's a in my opinion a little bit too many filler songs. Yeah. There's like it's like a diamond in the rough but i think it was a very important album for them because i think they had a lot of control like this is what we want to do and sometimes you need those um those albums it's what their fifth is that's their fifth album they've made they've made a lot they made a lot which is funny because usually the whole thing is that the fourth album for women like pop girls is supposed to be the verse it's a theory yeah you never heard it no three i think album three for men is supposed to be their like weird one and then for four is for women interesting Beyonce's four a lot of tracks from that did not get the attention it deserved Countdown alone on that but that was such a good album it's a great that's what I'm saying it's a great album but it's the one that gets the least attention mm-hmm. I think it's the fourth album don't quote me might be wrong but like, I know it's a theory that that's there's so weird there's I've a certain number that. with pop girls that it wow but for, funny enough their fourth record is like their best <laughs> it's not their best but it's phenomenal yeah I freaking love their second record I think I think Salute is great yeah British like pop but, you know, the fourth one is just going to have, Glory is going to have a such a place in my heart because it gave me touch. And, like, that's yeah. probably one of my favorite pop songs of all time. Camila doesn't get it, but, like. It's a, it, it's a good song. I no, just but the, I just have this weird obsession okay. with it. I have weird obsessions with songs. No one gets And it gave me power. And power is just a banger. Yeah. So this album has, it's, it's gems. And I really enjoyed it. And I like their experimentation. Yes. So, first of all, Strip Alone. Which is the little piece we sang at the beginning it's of this. It's amazing. Um, it's a little weird. Not gonna lie, you first listen, you're like, I don't know, I'm kind of listening to. Yes, but then once you get into it, it's, it becomes like, it's like such a really a fun, like feel good yeah. power anthem. Mm-hmm. And that's what the album really is about. It's yeah. like feeling good, like being proud of yourself. Um, Woman's World. Yes. Stunning lyrically. Amazing. And it's just a lot of fun. Songs. Wasabi. Wasabi. Banger. Also, Woman Like Me. Woman Like Me made it to my top Woman songs like of 2018. Really song. Woman Like Me also came out in November, but that should show you how many times I streamed it. It's a good song. 
It's a Nick, good phone Nicki phone. Minaj could have given them a better verse, but I know. we'll, we'll, we'll have, give that. We'll let that be for the time being because they were really proud of it. Also, the best part of them for me is really their live because they are just they just performed at the Capital FM like their version of Jingle mm-hmm. Ball, and I sent Cami a link. And if you can look this up, it's they were performing Power, but their intro was um, part of the new album Joan of Arc, which yeah. is like. Say hi to the G O Double D E S S goddess. Yeah. And like the production's amazing. They are just outstanding. Perry's vocals. Guys, their per- their live performances are really good. If I could create a playlist of Little Mix's best live performances and like somehow share it with you guys, I mean I guess I can do that. You can do that. A YouTube playlist and like put it I might just do that because I a promise. <laughs> I, I think I will just because um I go back to them. Yeah. I watched four last night. I don't watch anybody else's live performances as much as I do as Little Mix. Yeah, I know. Because they just, they just, they're never bad. No. Even their radio. There's a Ryan Seacrest performance of them doing Love Me Like, um, yes, Love Me Like You Do. And Perry's vocals in that, like, you should not that sound that good. Like, yeah. you're not even trying. All of them. They all sound amazing. But it's just unreal how great they are. So, regardless of this album not being my favorite... I think there are some gems in it. And like, besides that, they have four other records of great discography that they can handle. And like, they have to play their bops yeah, on tour. Yeah, they do. So like, I'm truly not that worried. As long as Touch does not get murdered, we're going to be fine. Yeah. Touch and Power. But they changed the choreography for Power a little. They did? Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Because I know the tour choreography because... Because we've seen the video so many times. And I tried learning it. Okay, you know. Yeah. That's who I am. Yes. And I was like, they changed it. And they changed it at the performance for the, the jingle ball. Like, I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> I get it. I get I, it. I, you guys have to move on. You guys can't be doing the same choreography for like yeah, 80 years. Yeah. Um, all right. So besides that, Hosier. let's start moving on to other artists. Hosier. He came out with Movements, which is... What a good song. Wow. It's beautiful. His new album is coming out soon. Let me get the name of it because he he recently my mother was asking me a question. He came out with tour dates yesterday and I died because I never got to see Hozier when he came last time. He played uh Sun Sunfest and because of an IB exam the next day, of course, I couldn't go all the way to West Palm Beach to go see him. And I had like pit tickets. Like I had like I was like with early entry, like I was guaranteed like front row. Oh my god! And so for me to be strong enough to just. I can't imagine you just not going. No, I regret every day because I didn't pass. I didn't get my IB diploma. So, give me porta. I should have oh gone. Oh, my God. Well, I regret not going to see Jessie J when she came to FIU. Did you know that Dolly Parton went to FSU? When? I don't know. But Gary saw her. They, she was like the homecoming. No. Yes. You're lying. And apparently no one went. Because everyone at FSU sucks. Yeah, I don't care what you think. She went to FSU? Yeah, she was like one of the performers for like homecoming. Algo así. Are you sure she's not talking about El King? Because no, El King was... No, El King went, but Karina told me yesterday we were talking about Dolly Parton. What? Okay. Well, sorry. That's like... Yeah. So, um, his album is called Wasteland, baby. Wasteland, Wasteland comma, baby. like, baby, exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. And it's... His song movement is so good. He, like... It's, like, I guess part of the same EP that he released, like, a few months ago. But, like, he just added it on randomly. Oh. I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> but he's yeah, doing either, But I like that song. No, it's so good. And like Nina Cries Power. Have you listened to it? It's no. another song off that. No. Oh my God. I feel like it's very big power vocals. It's, I feel like you would like that one because it's, it's just that good. Um, And I'm just really excited for what he's going to come out with. So we had actually recorded a previous podcast before this, but it couldn't get uploaded because we had technical issues. But in yeah. that podcast, we talked about um a, another podcast i listen to which is george edra and friends podcast and in that podcast he mentions with i think it was with niall how you know at the end of the day you can take five years and be gonna be like where's the album where's the album where's the album but once you come back no one's gonna remember that time that oh, passed yeah. what's gonna stand alone is the work of art that you and put they use the example of adele they use an example of adele like adele was gone for how long but no one cares that she's gone for that long as long as when she comes back she gives good music. she gives good music yeah. No one's going to care if you come back every year, but you're giving mediocre stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you end up forgotten. And I think Hozier's an example of that. It's been how long? He long. came out with an album when I was, what, a senior or more junior in high school? Yeah, we're literally... I'm about to graduate college. Yeah. Yeah, like that alone... It's a long time. That's a that's a, a really long time. For an album. For an album. Yeah. For a break. And he... 
and the, the work that he's put out has been phenomenal and it's still him but it's it has that evolution New stuff yeah yeah, yeah exactly. which is great and you know Adele has always said it. She's like, I need to live in order to write. I can't just keep going back in the studio because I don't have anything to write mm-hmm. about if I don't have experiences. And yeah, so I'm really excited to see what Hosier comes out with. Another album I've been listening to a lot is Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. Amazing. I don't know why, for, for some reason, that specific album I kept going back to. But I don't know. I was like, great so pop sad. album. I can't see him. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to go see him with my mom in March, but it's when we're going to London. So, like me and Manu. So, I can't see him and I'm so sad. <laughs> I was so excited to see him. Yeah, no, it's... But whatever, at least my mom's going and she loves him. So She's going to have a great time. She is. My friend Nicole went to the show that just happened. She and she was great. Oh, she cried the entire fucking show. Yeah. She was like, this was the, one of the best. She got tickets an hour before the set and they were $100 in the floor. Amazing. That's unreal for him. I hope you know that. Like that's I know. like we paid so much. We literally were like, I don't know paid, how like, you cop that. I think like almost two hundred for like one hundred section. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, he's worth the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he one is. of those legendary artists. Like you know, you're it's paying like you're kind of. You know, you're paying that much because you have to. <laughs> yeah, like I get it. Yeah. He's also old. He needs his money. Like, for his children. For his children. Because <laughs> uh, he doesn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't have enough money. No, you know he can't do like two shows. He can't do Tampa and another one. He did. Like they got postponed. Oh, okay. Because he had an ear infection. Oh, I didn't know. So that. after like I think BB and T and American Airlines, he like the other Florida shows. Oh. Got postponed. It was really sad, but you know he said he's promising to come back. Yeah, he will. So that's a good thing. Uh, Hurt somebody by Noah Khan and Julia Michaels. Funny about the song. I heard the song the first time and I was like, oh my god, this song is so cute. And then I saw Noah Khan open for freaking George Ezra, and I didn't realize it was like the same that person song, yeah so he's playing it i'm like oh my god this song is so cute but i'm like why do i know it know it and then like, i forgot about it right that's so funny i keep I going on my life in a long time and then i got back to it and i was like oh my god the fact that i saw this live and like i'm so dumb and i couldn't like sing along because i was like why do i know no, this but yeah it's one of my favorite julia because like no offense to julia i think she has too many collabs at this point she has a lot. It's too many. It's 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 overstimulating. Because I mean, she became the per- it person to collab with, which is fine. Like, yeah. Good for her. She's money in the bank. But like I wish she pulled back a little. Yeah. But of the ones that she's done, this is one of my favorite ones. Because I mm-hmm. think their voices mesh really, really well together. Yeah. She's coming out with new music, though. Yeah, she promised. She literally like put on Twitter, like, you she guys are holding guys- me accountable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yay. Uh, coin growing pains i showed the sakami earlier she actually really enjoyed it yeah it was fun yeah they're a great time um they're they just had a new song come out cemetery not my favorite of theirs but it's really good lyrically and so shout out to perina you're welcome here's your coin plug go listen to their last mm-hmm. album it's phenomenal and they actually have an upcoming tour so go check out those tour dates oh by the way you know who's opening up for them tessa violet no yes how I funny. can see you crush like yeah. dun, 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 dun. they're doing an Orlando show. Nice. Well, we should low key go. Tessa Violet crush, and then we get to hear. Oh, Tessa Violet has new stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, she, it's called I think Bad Ideas. Mm-hmm. And like it's kind of the same feel from yeah. my crush, but like I crush, I like crush better because lyrically, also the music video, iconic yellow hair. Yes. She is a very small artist, by the way, guys, and she's like probably like two hundred k on Instagram. Like she's like she opened up for Dodie Clark um in on Dodie's last tour and now she's opening up for coin and she's a female independent artist so you should go give her a listen because yeah. she's really good and she's I, she also came off like the youtube world. world but like she's like one of those people i'm like oh no you're actually impressive you yeah too many people off you do try to make music and you're like what are you doing erica costell <laughs> and others that i won't mention <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i love them <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um Rita Ora has <laughs> Erica Costell so funny. I'm sorry, I was just thinking about her singing and it makes me laugh. <laughs> she's like, I don't have anything against her, but it's just funny. It's just funny. No, it's just like nice girl. It's just funny. Yeah, whatever. Teach their own. Rita Ora has a new album. It's actually really good. I actually listened to it when I was cleaning my car the other day. Yeah. Phoenix. I think she still looks beautiful in that cover, regardless of the music being. Yeah. Um, I love Let You Love Me. The next person we're gonna talk about is one of me and Kami's like favorite human favorite like small artist yeah we love her we just have like a really special spot for her and i think we both started falling in love with her at the same time yeah like i liked one of her tracks and then i found this one i found miss you 
and specifically the piano version. Yes, Miss You piano Eliminate version. the the EDM version of Miss You piano version by Gabrielle Applin is one of the best songs. Yeah. And I showed it to Kami and I was like when she showed that to me, I was, I was like, like, you're going to love this. And she became obsessed. And like, we both. It was so good. And the more I heard it, it, the more I liked it. And it was just like. The better it got. Uh, it, it ages like fine wine, man. Yeah, because it's still like amazing. Every time you play Every it, time you listen to it, I'm like, oh, the feelings come so back. So good. And she's so talented. And she's Lyrically so, was. Yes. It's beautiful lyrically. Night Bus is another song off that EP. That one's EDM-ish, but I think it's yeah. great because I love the lyrics in it. I used it for my 2017 recap video. And she actually came out with a new song. She came out with My Mistake, which is a ballad. Yes. Right? Yes. It's a ballad. And um, it it's not very complex lyrically in the sense it has a lot of lyrics. It's not as quirky as her other work. Mm, but, yeah, it's, it but it's but raw. It's, but it's raw and it's really beautiful. Yeah, it is very beautiful. I really liked it. It was like, it, it, there was a lot to it even musically wise. No, musically yeah. it grows. It grows and it gets bigger and bigger as it yes. goes on. But in a in a very organic way because some people try to do that and it's like you're not doing this the right way mm-hmm. and like it's taking away from the yeah, song yeah i feel like she really really likes it which is yeah great. she loves she it. likes she's really proud and, of it and that's always yeah, great yeah and she also came out with a christmas ep mm-hmm. right what's it called december it's just called december i haven't it's, actually it's listened a, to it it's her with her and another artist called hannah grace it's four songs i think four or five are maybe. any of them covers or are they all originals you know what i'm not sure they might all be originals but um that's always brave with christmas music let me see i feel like everything that can be said about christmas has been said i know you True. know what's a banger of a christmas song can what? you guess what i'm gonna say can you tell from my smile that i can tell what you're gonna say no actually it's not what you're thinking oh what's a banger of a christmas song it's an actual like christmas song like out mistletoe oh justin well. bieber really fed us excuse me wait plug right now <laughs> the best christmas album of our generation is justin bieber's mistletoe you're not wrong. i mean under the mistletoe christmas album thank god for that that album you know even adults they come up to me they tell me that they love that christmas album like that is like a universally liked, drummer boy amazing his, oh, incredible his drummer no no i could actually go on and on about every single song on that album i'm like the originals are gorgeous yes and the covers himself. are all so different than the original, and they all work. They he all work did, really no, well. He all did, did himself. He all did himself, and I don't think he'll ever do anything better than that. So sorry. Another great song is "It's Not So Snowy Christmas" by Camila Yanes. Um, please feed your fans and give it back to us because the bridge alone. Who's Camila Yanes? <laughs> you don't know who that is? No. Um, if you guys don't know, last year Camila came out with a Christmas EP, and then she decided to delete it off the world after what, like five months. Yeah, like three. No, actually, like four. Maybe four months. Three or four months. Um, but she had one original on it called It's Not So Snowy Christmas. And guys, like, it was kind of a banger. And I... I put it in the car the other day and I was, like, bobbing to it. I literally bully her about it all the time. I'm yeah. like, give it to me. I just can't put it back out. There's too many, like, little things in it that bothers me and I'm too much of a perfectionist so then I hate it. But, can like... You, can you remake it? I might be able to remake it. I was thinking about it, but I was like, I have too much other music I have to work next, on. So. Next Christmas. And Not So Snowy Christmas can wait for next Christmas. Next Christmas, just give me to Not So Snowy Christmas. I don't no. need an entire EP. I just That's want it to Not So Snowy Christmas reimagined. Reimagined? <laughs> I'll release it just like that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, well, this is... What's that? December by Gabriel <laughs> Atlas. I, went, I wanted to go to the uh, the album to see if they were all originals. Oh, no. So, three originals and then one cover of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, and I feel that's like one that of my favorite Christmas songs. This, the, this their, their style, 100%. Yeah, so I think that's a smart cover. Yeah, no. Um, after Gabrielle Applin, we went on to Cold Align, which they always put on great work. It was, I think, Gami's first, like, real listen to them. But yeah. she really liked it, so I'm happy for that. Yeah. And then Jess Glynn, British pop queen. Yes. She wrote part of Woman Like Me. She, she did? Yeah. She wrote Woman Like Me. Oh. Um, parts of it. And it's crazy because no one really knows who she is here. She's yeah. huge in the UK. She does happens so, so much. She does so well in the UK. And she's really talented lyrically. Yeah. And, but she has a song called I'll Be There. And I really, really enjoy it. Like, I just keep going back to it. Mm-hmm. And um, another important album I want to talk about is Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour nominated I, for a grammy yes i have listened to this album a million times and then it got nominated for a grammy and those nominations came out and i was like oh my god casey and then i just went back on a casey binge yeah and just space cowboy everything that album is 
it's I think ranked number two or three on NME's top albums of the of the year out of wow. top 50 albums it's in the top five is golden hour along wow. with janelle yeah, monae everyone does, everyone just has good things to say about that album yeah it and i was reading about a lot of the genius facts about the record and they were always giving her a hard time with this record because Why? they always think that country music can only do well on the charts if it's up tempo mm. And it has enough beats per minute. Yeah, yeah. So she that. like got back at them and she looked up all the beats per minute for all the top songs that were in the country charts. And they were all the same um, beats per minute basically as her as what she was working on. Oh, wow. And they were like, yeah, but like aesthetically it, it doesn't sound like it's the same tempo. That's and she was like trying to fight them. And she was just like, no, I'm going to put it out. And she's no, she's very, very smart about her lyrics. They're very genius. And... It, it's they're really impressive and she's always been known to like kind of take her own motions in country music yeah yeah because you know there's a lot of things like my little red wagon and stuff like that and i'm like dear god like that country music i don't like yeah but like like with every genre there's like diamonds in the rust and like i think she's one of them i also really enjoy mary moore marion is much more like traditional pop yeah country like she takes more adventurous things yeah but marion's vocals are beautiful they're Mm-hmm. insane and she also has yeah. beautiful songs on it too and so yeah if you have not listened to golden hour by casey musgraves one i don't know how you're living under a rock two it's genuinely such a beautiful album it's a really nice album and it just even the cover itself like everything about it was done so so well it just kind of takes you to like a different place and yeah so my discover weekly is gonna be destroyed this week because all i listened to is like country inspired stuff because uh, both Kami and I separately watched the new dump, the new dumpling. We the both new watched movie the, on Netflix. Yeah, called Dumpling. Yeah, the new dumpling. Netflix movie yeah. Dumpling, and it is a movie with Jennifer Aniston and some other great actors. Oh my god, what's the name of the main actress? I Odea know her Rush, name. Um, Cameron. My, Dove, Cam- Dove, Dove Cameron. Dove Cameron. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no. Danielle McDonald. Danielle McDonald is the uh, protagonist. Dumplin', Dumplin', and it's very much centered around Dolly Parton's music. Yes, it's so, like an homage to Do- Dolly Parton. Yeah, it has its own like and it was also plot a book. line. Yeah, I want to read the book. Yeah, and but like the music of it is like Dolly Parton. It's all Dolly. So the rec- the actual like um, original soundtrack. Dolly wrote how many originals? Six. Six. When they only wow. wanted like asked her for one, she was like, "I'll just write six. Here yeah. you go." And then she's because Dolly Parton said, "Let me feed you." She really liked the story and stuff, and she got really inspired by it. She says she released what's it called, re-released some of her tr- most famous tracks, but she had them collaboration. So she has one with Sia, and, and another one with, with El King. King, and I think another one with like another person. Yeah, but they're phenomenal. And then she gave us Jolene Strings version, which is. <gasps> when I saw Jolene Strings version, because I'm just a sucker un- for strings. Unreal. So is Manu. 9 to 5 literally plays 10 minutes into the movie. It's a great time. It's a great so time. So because of that, I've been play- listening to Dolly Parton like for the past day. I got out of work today. I was like, Dolly Parton time. Yeah. Let's go. Miranda Lambert, Willa Amai, and Mavis Staples are all... I love Holding On To You, which is the one with El King. Yeah. I think it's so good. I... I I mean, I'd even dare to say I like it more than the original. And the original was like great because it's yeah. Dolly Parton and she can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, also the movie has drag queens. So body positivity, Dolly Parton and drag queens can't get any better, guys. It was so good, guys. It was just so good. It was such a feel good movie. It was you guys go watch it. Yeah, and I know this is Bobcast and we'll talk and about this. And also Jennifer but... Aniston is my mother. So you guys should go watch it because of that. <laughs> yeah, that too. If you guys didn't know. But we don't really talk about movies, but this has to do with we... we, we we are listening more to Dolly because of having watched this film. Right. So we thought it was only... Also, for younger people who are like, who the heck is Dolly Parton, which is crazy. But, you know, there are some young people who might even just like know who she is but never heard her music. This is like a good... Like, yes. Like, uh, I don't know, like a good intro to her. And like, it'll get younger people who watch Netflix to maybe like look her up and like see how iconic yeah. she was because I feel like no one really... It's kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody. It kind of did the same oh, thing. Yeah. And like Elton John's like... um. Rocket Man, yeah, that's gonna it's, it's gonna do the gonna, same thing. It's it's just an old like to legendary mm-hmm. acts, and I think that's great because it's great to to show the younger generation, like Generation Z, and all these people that are coming into music, what the root of music is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like it goes fo- like a very 
long list of like people that were pioneers in music but some of these legendary acts are like really what pushed boundaries and like made movements especially dolly dolly's a female artist female country artist that made movements and 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 that's really movements dolly is just dolly man dolly is just you say dolly you don't even need to say pardon we'll fucking go to dollywood right now let's go i i'm dying to go to dollywood you know that i almost went and it was closed and by like i almost went it's like we planned it when i was was like closed it was like it was it was closed for december we we were there in december but this isn't like when we went two years ago this is when i first went to tennessee um when i was like maybe eight or nine and my dad was like we have to go to dollywood and i was like oh my god how exciting i was like about dolly parton i was like oh my god dolly parton whatever we get there we park we get to the front and it's closed because it was after christmas they do like a two-week like understandable right but we didn't look that up and we we even parked i got so sad i was so oh excited to go we, let's make it a thing we'll go to dollywood we'll take oh, you yeah. me karina a bunch of people we'll go to dollywood so fun it just sounds like go such a fun time be in a cabin in tennessee for like Who a week else has an amusement park <laughs> named after them only dolly oh my god so yeah um kami you have some things you want to mention did we already um, go through these we went through yeah we went through all of them except i just wanted to say that i listened to like, I would want to say, like, half of Alessia Cara's new album, just because there's a lot of songs, and I was, like, really sleepy when I was listening to them, so I didn't really get through all of it. But it's very good. Like, it's a very promising pop album, and it's definitely different for her because it's a lot less, um, like, cookie-cutter, bu- bubblegum pop than her last album was. I didn't even think that I didn't was... think it was either, like compared to real like genuine straight up bubblegum e-pop but i feel like it was very like young pop like i think it was like I'm she was just getting the bearings getting, of it and now it doesn't sound like that it just sounds like it's evolved but it's still you know it still sounds like unless your car unless your car and um it, it's really good i think it's a good i don't know when i listen to it i'm like thinking like this is a good album for young kids to like yeah like young good, young girls young girls like a good pop album for young girls i think too. it has a lot of good messages in it yeah and that's what's important too. and yeah one of the songs i really like is called i don't want to i think it's called yeah i don't want i to. don't want to it's like really slow it's like guitar and it just showcases her voice so much and it's like her, her like soft sweet tones of her voice which is so pretty because she has such a beautiful voice yeah and the lyrics are very nice too so it's just a really pretty combo and i like when there's not a lot of heavy um production production on the song so i really like that one out of the ones i've listened to so but they're really fun bops too so go listen to it so i hope you guys enjoyed that over 30 minute tangent on everything that we're listening to because we apparently couldn't shut up yeah um so i guess we're just gonna do a run through of our top tracks and albums and genres of the year because th- what 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 matters more than Spotify's unwrapped and so this good. is the sign of me I'm gonna bully Car- Camila into the new year you are gonna abandon Apple Music guys Manu has been trying to get this going you know this what's the best action, this 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 uh movement for me going of like boycotting Apple Music and it's switching boycotting to- you this can the thing, have this it thing. I I don't even argue with her because I tell her I think spotify is better in like to listen to music on and i it's just the whole thing of like i've always used itunes and i've always used apple stuff and then all my old purchase songs are on there so i just continue to use it because it's like the one that comes with the phone and i'm just simple like that so that's why i've always used it like there's no reason i don't actually enjoy the app more i actually get frustrated when i look up a playlist i'm like oh my god spotify has so many just so many more better their algorithm is 10 times better than apple it's music just, it's insane spotify is better like i'm not even trying to be one of those people who fights that apple music is better it's just i'm so used to going to apple music to, it's just like a habit it's ingrained in you i'm gonna change that don't worry yeah she i'll help you through that. this movement and i do want to change that because then when the end of the year comes i'm sad that i don't get a yeah you're always upset you're like representation I- of what i listen to throughout the year because i'm not on spotify so i yeah and it, it learns as you go of course and it shows you a bunch of new things. I think it's great. I love Spotify. Yeah. Um, I, I got into it because when Spotify launched, it was like an invitation link only to download it. Like you had to be in. Wow. Get a back. link now through they're it. Like so big. Yeah. And like they only really had it like on desktop. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was, I was like, I was like on a Justin Bieber email chain or something. Like that. I swear to God, like, <gasps> like his, his, his email thing. And he sent one like, I'm Justin Bieber. I'm inviting you to Spotify. So that I was like, so Justin Bieber has Spotify. I have Spotify. That is hilarious. So I remember I was one of the first, like, 
if the people I knew, mm-hmm. my friends, yeah. I was one of the first people and I would always be like, guys, listen to Spotify. It's so good. And I rem- I still remember how it was structured. I had Spotify. I'm even brave enough to say this. I would say like sophomore year of high school. Wow. Yeah, Ooh, because I, to be with cause I remember I had it on an iPod. Wow. And the iPod app and I would take it to Columbia. You are so advanced. I was beyond. I just want to say I'm the first person. I was one of the first people that I know that got Instagram. I'm not joking when I say this. I believe this. you. Literally seven celebrities were on Instagram when I got Instagram. Queen. Me and Melissa got Instagram. And I would tell people about it. And like no one was catching on. And I knew it was something because I kept... I remember this like it was yesterday. I was on Twitter and I kept seeing... It was um, Selena. I think it was um, like Bella Thorne. I don't even know. Like Disney people that I followed on Twitter when I was in... I don't know. When I was 14, 15. And I kept seeing them linking Instagram pictures to... I kept seeing Instagram.com. And I'm like, what is Instagram? And I kept clicking it. I'm like, why does... Why do, why do the celebrities keep taking me to these links? So then, whatever. Finally, I made an Instagram. I told people about it. They didn't catch on for like, I'm not joking, eight months, nine months later is when everybody started getting Instagram. And I was like, I've been having an Instagram for a really, really long time. I'm, I'm one of the OGs. I am one of the OGs. I'm, I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah. So. I don't think I was. I think I, I kind of joined with like everyone, joined no. that wave. But I can't say I was one of the first people with Spotify. Yeah. In that sense of like. I was not. Yeah, no, I got, and I think that's why I love it so much because I got into it before it was like mm-hmm. the thing yeah. that everyone, before it was like one of the top streaming services, right? Like in the world, like before it was what it was, and I, I'm a very big lover of it. Is it big in like Europe? Yeah, yeah, it's like the top streaming service ever. Okay, that's what I thought. I think it's no, one I of the most so users because also it's remember it's Android friendly. That's it's why. not just Apple. That's what kills Apple Music. Too. Also, people who have Apple Music, they'll make all these memes like, I'm rich. I'm like, bitch, it costs the same amount of money as Spotify. You're not any richer. Why? You are just getting lower lower quality playlists and yeah, worse that algorithm. Yeah, that's a stupid... Um... Again, because Apple Music people want to think that their streaming service is better. No. Yeah, no, that's not You can love it. Stop in. You like it. I don't understand why. But you cannot I really deny don't. that. <laughs> Mine is pure habit. No, but I'm saying like other people. No, I know I'm saying, but I don't get that. Yeah, you're just because you're just used to it. Yeah, I'm just used to it. So, so if yeah, I mean, Mano, what are your top artists of 2018? None of this is surprising whatsoever. At all. Florence and the Machine. That was apparently the artist I listened to the very most in the year. Again, not surprising. Well, we didn't write down who I... Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. <laughs> um, George Ezra, which, honestly enough, I did not realize I listened to George Ezra this year as much as I did until I got this. And I was like, oh, my God, he's on... So many of his tracks are my top 100 songs mm-hmm. of the year. Dua because Second Nature, One Direction. Second Nature. I'm actually surprised that One Direction's on there. I haven't had One Direction on there in like three years. Really? Yeah. I think it's because... You miss I, them. Um, yeah, I think it's I'm depressed and so I said, let me bring back all these memories and hurt me. Probably won't be... Next year. Next year because I have the live album. True. So, you know, I have other ways of hurting myself with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the 1975, I think is one of them. I've been listening to a lot. And my top songs are just funny to me. First of all, I wanted to say I had to edit my top songs because one of them was a white noise. Because fun fact, I once for like a two week period of my life had a frog that was bullying me outside and would like croak at like two in the morning for like an hour and a half or two hours, but only at two in the morning. So I had to start playing white noise through my Bluetooth speaker so I could literally sleep. So I had it on for so long. And I had it on loop that it was like, Oh, for a top song of the year. And I was like, this is not fair. It's not representative of who I am. So, so I deleted it from existence. And number one is Sarah Close. If you have not gone to listen to Sarah Close after I've mentioned her, what? A, a bunch of times. A million times already. Please do. She has a song called Caught Up. It's from her first ever EP. It's so good. It's so, I just, there's something about it that like I just keep going back to. And it's, I listen to it literally all the time. Um, Sky Full of Song. Which, sadly enough, Florence doesn't play live. No? When she came back with this era, it's the first song she released. And she released it in conjunction with her poetry book. Oh, yes. So it's a sky full of song, and then it comes with a poem. Another poem. And, like, it, like I have the Record Store Day official, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And I don't know why she said, I'm not going to perform this live, because it's absolutely stunning yeah that's so weird it's stunning and she didn't play live on tour it was like i'm like this is the first song that you came out with 
But like she didn't call it the single. Like it was just like this is with my poetry book. Right. But it's also like, hi, I'm back. I was it was very strange because the aesthetic fits the entire mm-hmm. record. Yeah. Um, but I listened to that a million times because I think it's so beautiful. I love the lyrics. I like of that it. song too, and I like the other one too. And then Hunger was her actual first single. I and really it's like it. Oh, Hunger Live is it's funny because this album is like like I said it's not as quirky lyrically as her the rest of her mm-hmm. records I mean it's still very smart because she's an amazing writer but it's much it's very raw and I you know she so speaks good. up about a lot of things and Hunger's one of them and like she was really proud of it when she like released it she had like a whole Annie Mac interview on BBC um, I think Radio 1 and it, it was amazing and I the music video is beautiful by the way have you ever seen it? I think so it's like with the stone. Yes. And she's da- she's just dancing like yeah. and like her like super, it's super Gucci nice. dress mm-hmm. and like just being Florence. Florence. Like that entire feeling of like beautiful mother nature witchcraft. Yes. Like <laughs> beautiful mother nature witchcraft is Florence. Um <laughs> number 4 on my top songs is One Kiss is All It Takes. Fun in, in love with me. me. Possibilities. I look like all you need. One. one. <laughs> I literally remember okay. so vividly when this came out. I said, why? Because you. I was it. like, guys, this is a European club banger. Band. Like, this is going to play all across Europe she and it's going to be folks. in every club. Like, this is. They eat this up. They do. And I was not wrong. It went so high up on the charts in Europe. And Camila, actually, how long after One Kiss came out did you go to Europe? What, like when th- did one tell me when one kiss came out? I don't know. Like give me a I don't think it was in the summer though. I think it was a few months before. I'm I, I think one kiss came out what I would say like April. Yeah. Okay, well I went in July and when I tell you that in every city that I went to in Europe, I heard one kiss at least once and in some places like two or three times, I was like, Oh my god, this is really like I, I just kept thinking of Manu and how much he kept saying that there was gonna be a European club banger and it was playing everywhere in 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 um paris london places in belgium netherlands like everywhere it was insane everywhere i heard it everywhere it was crazy did you ever see that video and it was like of when she was like the the halftime performance for that the european european league of like soccer it was like soccer match Mm -hmm. that's a great point in europe you know me i don't freaking know sports in europe but point is um mind you this is all men there's all heterosexual men in the crowd, right? Oh, yes, I saw that. And yes, they were yes. all... And they were like, one, one kiss is all it takes. And they're all like British men, but they they absolutely stand the track. And it's like, that's how you know a track is that good when yeah. everyone's like... And it's funny because it got a lot of shit. Yeah. Because like, it's Why? not it's not that much, like by like Americans. They were like, oh. it's not much like lyrically. I'm like, no one's claiming it. She, first of all, it's just, it's just she a, tweaked a... the record. Like the record was brought to her and they were like, we want you to sing this. And she was like, uh, I'm like, she literally said, she wasn't fully on board with the idea of it and yeah. she had to go and tweak it to make it what she wanted. more her and yeah. be like more comfortable singing it. But like, it's so fun and it's just, like when I, when she played it at Lala, like the crowd went wild. Yeah. Because it's just one of it's those songs. It's such a songs. fun song. People are such haters. And then Electricity. Oh. I love Electricity. Besos for Electricity. I li- Mark I, I Ronson. Like, I like One Kiss, but I love Electricity. You know when I first heard Electricity, yeah. I was like, ah! The thing with One Kiss is the B. The loop. Yeah, yeah. It gets in your head. Yes, it does. It's, it's super very easy. very catchy. Very, very catchy. But I but love Electricity. electricity. When, the, when, the, oh. when the chorus comes in and you hear like the. And even if I could, I wouldn't turn on you. And I'm gonna stop the world till you get you no know, I wanna let And then it's like this gonna's no feeling I cannot deny And it's like bah, bah, bah. It's so good ah, the music video I'm seeing in my head <laughs> I, I you know what I rewatched? I rewatched her VMA performance of it. It goes like one yes, kiss into yes, oh. yes, that's such a good performance. Stop Stage hating presence. on stopping meme because she had a one weird mean look. For, I have literally seen one kiss live. People just like to hate. They, Listen, they're just home on their little phones <laughs> tweeting things while Dua Lipa's ruling the world and about to become best new artist at the Grammy. So they're just haters. Yeah, no, she. Um, someone someone made a haters tweet that was hate. like, um, they tweeted that was like, oh, you know, like only we know like how good your shows are and she was like she basically like said tea or something and then someone replied to her and she was like to, I saw this to Nam to Nami to Nami I said to Nami to Grammy nominated to Grammy nominations under her belt and she mm-hmm. stays unbothered and she liked it and I was like tea yes. she literally doesn't care no she doesn't she, she's she, like you guys still listen to it so 
like she doesn't care no because i mean it wasn't that mean of a thing it was kind of like funny no one you notice that that's the thing that they've been bullying her about forever that's the thing yeah and then all the people that bully her about it she knows have not seen her life Mm -hmm. at least a good percentage of them and the ones that have they won't bring up begging you have you seen her performance of high when she's on the floor and she's doing basically like a strip tease yes yes when you showed me and like people are like oh like dancing is not stage presence i'm like she does have stage presence i will say that as time has gone on she has improved drastically in her stage presence that comes with every seasoned artist Mm mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. not yeah. everyone can be Lady Gaga and be a fucking superstar from. The- <laughs> not everyone can be Lady no, Gaga. No, but it's the truth. Like, never. Not everyone is as no, seasoned as she is, uh, as like, like Lady Gaga is. Yeah. And like, I have seen the transition. I've seen her when she performed just in front of a, a, a mic, and you can tell the nerves. Like, you've seen the vo- the video. Yeah. When and it's like you can tell that she's nervous. She's like, I don't know who these people are, and I'm I'm taking my chance. And it was literally the stage the size of my freaking room, smaller mm. my smaller than my bed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. I've seen her become this confident and like woman in music and she honestly tries to be a big promoter of women in music in every interview that I've had the chance of of seeing her. Mm-hmm. Seeing the Grammy one, like that one stuck with me so much because I just can't remember everyone that was like, even, even women in, in twi- on Twitter and like, I'm like, you guys are tearing down women in music, but we are the ones that are making strides in music yes. and pushing boundaries. Always. And, but you guys just, women like... Women are the worst. It's like they tear women down. I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> you shouldn't be putting, pitting women against each other yeah. and then tearing them down. But then also, you guys go on, like, mediocre men because they're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many mediocre men yeah, in music lot. that are just there because they are slightly attractive. They're pretty, yeah. A lot like a lot like it's lot. it's kind of disappointing and then women have to do 10 times more to get 100 fraction been. get mm-hmm. a fraction uh-huh. and like one thing that she's always said that her father would say to her and like and now it has stuck with me like you have to work a lot to get a little bit of luck mm-hmm. and like when everyone's like oh how do you feel i'm like that's my she's like i've had to work a lot it's to get true everyone's like oh this person got so lucky and it's like I'm like no you don't just you, get lucky like no yes one person out of a billion can get lucky but that's not how it works no and and she's, things are gonna fall from the skies not how it happens and she's had so much growth in the last year and like gummy and i were at work the other day and she told me she was like manu you really called it with her i did i told her that i was like you really called it because i remember when manu came to me and she was like this girl dua lipa i saw her perform uh what bo- it was lala 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 palooza she, she didn't have an album out she no, had she three songs have, out. yeah three songs out she's like oh my god like she's so talented and then she like all like manu likes people like all the time like she shows me new people all the time but with dua it was different like she kept telling me like oh my gosh she's so good and she then when she came out with stuff it was so good and it's just like i don't know i saw it i don't know like manu had like a feeling with her i saw it all and and she kept saying she's gonna be a superstar like i want her to be a superstar and then i don't know like i feel like manu put into the universe i literally told her her face i was like you just called it like you just saw it i felt it and i remember literally telling her to her face like you're gonna be a superstar she's like i really want to do she literally said i really want to do well in the u.s sometimes you just feel it like when i'm like it's gonna happen i don't know when i went to go see obviously rachel Platin is obviously not doing as well as dua lipa did but when i saw rachel Platin open for alex and sierra I don't know, in high school, she had not even released... Fight Song was coming out in a month. She had never sang it before. Like, I mean, she had never... It wasn't out yet, but she was singing it on, like, a tour. And she was... Literally, no one knew who she was. And she sang, like, five songs. And I remember telling Gabby, I was like, oh, my God, this girl is going to get famous. and Or this girl's going to have a hit or something. I just felt it. And I liked Fight Song so much. And I liked all her other stuff. She played like five different songs. She was so talented. And it was, you know, usually opening acts, I'm like, okay, whatever. But I saw so much potential in Rachel Paladin that when I saw Fight Song doing as good as it did, you I was so like, I knew her. it. Yeah, and I was like, I knew it. I was like, I called it when I saw her. I never heard of her. And I knew she was going to do good. Like, I knew she was going to get a hit. I knew she was going to be known, you know? Like, you say that name and people know who she is. But yeah. when I saw her, if I said her name, no one knew who she was. Um, Remember the faces I got when I said... Do you know who Dua Lipa is? Yeah, people were like, who the heck is Dua Lipa? Now you ask everybody and they're like, oh yeah, everyone's like, I know who she is. Exactly, same thing happened to me with that. Like, I think a lot about that time when I like, that video exists of me telling her like, you're going to be a superstar. Like, I literally see like, you are going to get where you want to get. And then at the Grammy Museum um, spotlight show where I was at, thank God. Say, that the, the the fact that I even got into that yeah. today, I remember I came manifesting it for like three weeks. I was like, Camila, I'm gonna get into did. this. I'm gonna get into you this. Did. I have no tickets. I have no way of getting into this. You did. But watch, I'm gonna get into it mm-hmm. somehow. 
And I got in and like the interview portion and I literally told her like, you know, I'm so proud of you and you really have pushed boundaries and for, for yourself and like you, you've just accomplished so much and I hope you continue to accomplish that and like especially like Miami coming you know the type of music we get here artists we don't get what what people think we get I know like guys if you're like not from Miami we get the strangest mix of people because the 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 demographic here loves nightlife so much but not going to see music it's very strange it's a very weird concept here. it's a very yeah, weird music thing here and live music here is and like, like weird usually concept. you get the people but they have to play arenas we don't yes. get small acts we, we don't, don't get, get small, small touring acts. acts and if we do it's in orlando and if we do here it's a miracle, a miracle. and they go to the film because we don't have the venues that's another thing because of the demographic we have like two we have three we have three small venues yeah. we have the culture room but bay bay front no, we have the culture room, which is small. Which oh, is like, yeah, like, like super small. Like yeah. less than 1K. We have Revolution, which is like, I think like a little bit over 1K. And then we have the Filmer, which is like, I think 1.5 to 2K. Right? So those, one small, one mid-small, and then one medium-sized venue. Right. And then we have our amphitheaters that can hold up to 10,000 people. Yeah, that's a lot. Bayfront can hold up to 10,000. Freaking Cruzan, that can hold up to like 25,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With we the don't lawn. Really have and then we have arenas. It's, and it's then stadiums. So we don't have that many. You know how many small venues exist in Chicago? Oh, it's like five or six. Yeah, five or six, because that's how you get those rotation artists. Of course, those people to go to, and we don't have that in Miami. And so I literally told her like the fact that you had never previously performed in Miami, because when I saw her when she played an eight hundred percent venue, it was in Saint Petersburg, Florida. I drove. I remember, I bullied my mom and made my mom let me borrow the car for like for like forty eight hours. I was like, please let me drive. I need to go see Julia. I need to go see Julia. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to go do this, and I remember. I mean, I bullied Alejandro. Yeah. And I was like, you're going to go see her with me. And it was like a $30 ticket. And I drove like four and a half hours day of, saw her that same day and drove yes, back the next this. day. And she went from playing that to not playing any Miami show. Yeah. In like a little bit, I would say like a year and two months. That was the difference. And she went from playing an 800 person venue to a 10,000 person sold out venue, basically. At Bayfront Theater. Crazy. I'm sorry, but that no, that huge, growth is massive. Massive growth in a year, in like such two a months. Short time. That's absolutely insane. And I, I remember this is, te- this is just a speech Amanda wants to give to prove to everybody why she deserves to be best new artist at the Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's insane. Like you have one record out. Who else has done that? Probably someone else. But like, no, but like in, in, the, new- in the in the category right now. I don't think any of the other people have saying. done that. Not like in all time. No, in the in, in best new artist, I don't know if any of the other people have done that. But like, it's just like. So I get, I, I have literally been asked, like, why do you like her so much? And I'm like, I just have a string connection with her because I watched her go from, like, nothing. Yeah. Something so small and, like, you know, and I, I just saw all that spark and, like, I've had just so many personal connections with her and, like, yeah. I'm just really proud of her. That's why, like, when she was crying about her Grammy nominations, I was crying about yeah. Grammy no- nominations. And, like, if you follow me on Twitter and you see that the only time I start tweeting now is to her. Yeah. It's because that's the only thing that I, I hear about yeah. basically until like Harry or Niall say we're back because <laughs> they're dead right now. Um, but yeah, Dua Lipa, I love you. <laughs> that's all I have today. Um, and then my fifth song, it's Paradise by George Ezra. We love my 10 minute tangent on why Dua Lipa is one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. Um... And if you haven't guessed it by now, my top genre was dance pop. I'm going to let Kami take over so I can shut up for a bit. Okay, so as I was saying, I don't really use Spotify as much. So I'm just going to try to give you guys my top artist. Well, my top artist was Taylor Swift, which is correct. Spotify even knows that because I do listen to I listen to Taylor on Spotify and on Apple Music. Also, um, me and Kami, we went through it, but we also thought of logistics of what she listened to Apple Music. And we kind of curated her. Yeah, like her. we curated me because I'm also very simple. So it's like easy to know who I've been listening to. So yeah, yeah definitely Taylor Swift is like number one. And then Demi Lovato because I really, really liked her last album. Tell Me You Love Me. That's the new movie, right? Tell Me You Love Me. That was literally not okay, but it's fine. It's okay, man. Man wants to be a singer too. I want to be a singer, but like I'm never gonna be a singer because God did not grant me with that. <laughs> um, Julia, my girl, Julia Michaels. Yeah. I love her forever. Um, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Gaga, the queen of my world. I love. Recent her. queen of your world, though. Yes, but okay. I try to say that. I tried to tell you though that I have been liking her. Oh no, you like, never disliked her. Cause you no, to- I did dislike. No, I never. Okay, no, I did not dislike her ever. 
But I do remember when she was really famous and I was in middle school and I said, I don't get why people like her so much. You also went to like a conservative Catholic school. But I'm sure they liked her. I don't know, actually. I don't know. Yeah, but you Whatever. were like, we're also like secluded from like PG-13 things or like anything really weird and out there. You were kind of like... Yes, that is probably... That, that's no, more that's like it. the weird were, and out the there The weird things. and out there, you were like, um, like eh. teehee, I don't know what that is. I'm going to look away. Yes, maybe that was what it was. I think it genuinely was. Yeah. Anyway, um, I liked her songs though because I had them. So I was just being fake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I went to... Um, I, I started liking her. Let's say when I started to actually like her is with Joanne. So, her Joanne, I loved it. I think back a lot of when I got the leak. Yes. And I called you and I was like, Gummy, this record, it has like country influence, but it's so and good. And I was like, wow. And I remember, do you remember I made you get in the car? Yes. And we drove, I think, me. I think we drove around the block or we went somewhere. Just to listen to and it. And I remember we were listening to John Wayne and you were like, oh, like, oh my God, John God, Wayne is so, so good. good. You're like, wait, this is so good. I'm going to listen to this. Like, I I remember yeah, that in my yeah. head. So then it's I insane. liked Joanne era a lot. So I obviously bought tickets to see her. I saw her Funny in concert. Show. Amazing. I miss it every day. It's my wallpaper on my phone. So I want to see her again. Um, that just reminded me that I have to buy tickets to go to see her in Vegas. And I just got really stressed out. Enigma. Because I have to, because it's my duty as a citizen in this world. <laughs> and yeah, so Lady Gaga. Um, and then I also, I, I got like a re um, reinforcement after Star is Born. And I got obsessed again. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I just really love her um, a lot. She is my favorite artist right now. Maybe in forever. I mean, she will be forever. Oh my and then, God. Wait, guys, speaking of Lady Gaga, I want you all to do us a favor and go on youtube <laughs> oh my god i showed it to my dad and i laughed so it still remains so funny it's you and i right you and i it's lady gaga you and i live but you need to look for the thumbnail first of look all look up lady gaga live and put you and i and i'm pretty sure it'll come out because when you just look up lady gaga live acoustic or something it comes out it's her sitting on a piano she's wearing blue she's in her wig she's super cracked out yeah she's in a really small room which has like probably eight people in it yeah it's like not like a it looks low, it's a little a bit low budget, station. yeah. Yeah, please go see that. She does she's, such an outstanding performance, and she's performing for eight people. And she's like, it's just really funny. I don't want to spoil it. It's just really funny. She's just being herself, and it's funny. Uh, I think then, and I died. When we saw we, literally. Um, I don't know what else have I listened to this year. Mano put Dua Lipa for me because yeah, I listen to Electricity a lot, and I just listen to it. I have listened to. I listened to her album a few times, and. I don't know. I have listened to her a lot. I was also thinking, I listened to Maroon 5's album when it came out a lot, too. That was pretty good. Also, like, I pushed Julie down everyone's throat. So. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, top songs, Dress by Taylor Swift from Reputation. Underrated. Underrated masterpiece. I love Dress. Uh, Daddy Issues, a banger. That production on Daddy the Issues. The production <gasps> on Daddy love Issues. Love it. Such by a, Demi Lovato. Uh, Amazing. Such um, a song. I Miss You by Julia Michaels and Clean Bandit. Uh my favorite song ever honestly i miss you by um gabrielle appen could probably be on this too yeah miss you any song called, called I miss, miss you, you or apparently miss you is something is great apparently i really like it electricity as i said and then i put bad romance because i have you know found a new love not a new love i, I have re I have, it has resurfaced because i always liked bad romance because how can you not like isn't bad that romance? great when you have music that you've always loved and then it comes back into your life and you're like oh my god I'm you're like how could i again? forget yeah. how great this was like how so. could i just continue on my life without realizing the power of I, this that's exactly what happened with that I, that's one of my favorite things is when you revisit an album like and, and you're just like this is mm-hmm. the best thing ever yeah so that's how, that's how that's how i feel with that and also a, a lot of other been listening to a lot of Lady Gaga. Every time I think of Lady Gaga in 2010, I always think of like her most iconic paparazzi performance at the VMAs. Oh my God, paparazzi. Paparazzi at the Piano VMAs. Version. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, I know. That's amazing. Can, it's, that's, that's, every VMA performance can drop down. That's how you guys start talking about Lady Gaga because that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. Um, And yeah, top genre, also dance pop. So that's that's great. Uh, same as Manu. Yeah. And it says that apparently, apparently Spotify was like, not a lot of people have this as their top. And I was like, okay, well. I guess I like I like dance pop, which is weird because I like a lot of ballads, but it's okay. Again, I told you guys, my, my my Spotify thing is not accurate because I don't use it enough. So Mine is way too accurate. Yeah, Manu's is. Mine is not as accurate. I need to use it again. No, I'll meet you guys back next year when it's actually accurate because I'm going to switch to it's Spotify. Okay. My Spotify is so probably so confusing what I've been listening to last month, which has been Queen, um, Elton John, Literally. The Beach Boys. <laughs> so funny. 
Oh, Dolly Parton and Casey Musgraves. They said, where's the pop music gone? It has been, I've been listening to the weirdest stuff that I, you know, I usually don't yes, go to. I know. I don't know what's going wrong with me, but like, it's so fine. Fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, guys, this is possibly the longest podcast we have ever, ever recorded. Done. I'm so sorry. It's really long. But you know, we just had so much to say. We did. We had but I think this it. is one of my favorite ones. We had really good conversation this yes. time. Like really high energy. Like it was great. And yeah, I hope you guys can share with us some of your top yeah. tracks. Like, what have you been listening to? What have you been coming back to? Just tell us about it. Like, tweet. Well, I didn't tweet us because I don't really, we don't use Twitter. But comment on comment Instagram. Comment on our Instagram. We'll post yeah. about this Or just text us about then. it and, like, tell us what you think. Yes. Hopefully next week we'll have our curated Grammy nomination episode. And, yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, like the, um, give a good review on the podcast. We, we are on apple's podcast app and now spotify which is yeah if you're listening on spotify amazing amazing um yeah but thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it as always and yeah i guess we'll see you guys next time bye guys bye